Cool. All right. Should we do a podcast? Yeah, let's do a podcast. All right, let's go. Before we begin, the Uluru Statement from the Heart calls for, among other things, truth-telling. In the spirit of this, Charlotte and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. We live, dance, and podcast from Wojak Nonga Budja and Naitahu in Aotearoa. And we want to encourage you to go and learn about the country you are on. All right, hit it. Yeah. Surround yourself in folks. It's time to untangle the mess around. Your regular podcast with host Charlotte and Jeff Rowe. Oh, your yeah. dancing is so lame, Charlotte. Oh, look, it's dancing from a chair. Yeah, it's, I can only see you from like shoulders up and just the head side to side. Just, thing. just the, the Indian sort of neck wobble. <laughs> You're really good at it. You should be a Bollywood dancer. I know. Well, I, you know, I did live in India for a while, so maybe that's where that's from. All right. Sorry. Uh, anyway, anyways, yeah. yeah so yeah. welcome to Untangling the Mess Around, your international podcast, uh, your Ooh. favorite fortnightly podcast with Jethro and Charlotte. And we're here to untangle this messy swing business. Speaking of business, this week is all about business, as Jet gives is going to give us a bit of behind the scenes of running a swing school. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we first of all, well, we want to know, but you can't really tell us because this is a podcast and it's not a two-way street. But we want to know if you anyone responded to the challenge last uh, fortnight. Oh, the challenge. What was the challenge in the challenge. end? It was to, like, do Ch- one of the things. Yeah, it was to do one <laughs> of the things. Well said, Jethro. This is why we're a, we do podcasts, because we word goodly. Um, so yeah you put you posted up a uh, video of a thing that we did years and years ago about you know how to practice your dance uh, alone at home uh, which was quite topical because we were just going into lockdown so uh, it was just to see if anyone did any of those did you do any of those i mean the only thing i did was listen to swing dancing music yeah like i had some like jazz playing Mm. every now and again so i was that was one of the drills just to listen to music in the background so i did that yeah, I did. I mean, I did that. I think I do that most days regardless. Um, yeah. I did. And I was arguing with Jeff. So it's a bit of a uh, cop out, but that's all I did. Jeff. I shall now call you Jeff. That is your new name. Okay. Um, yeah. About whether this counted or not. But I did the the online uh, Zoom shim sham thing. So technically that counts because I was practicing my solo jazz. Yeah, solo jazz is on that list. That was it one was of the things totally to do. on that list. Therefore, it totally counts. Yeah. Um, but uh, good news of the week. Jeff, what's your good news? You're free. That was the challenge. Yes. So good news of the week. Uh, I have not got COVID. Yay. Huzzah! Well done. Got stabbed in the... I didn't get stabbed. I got um, tested twice. I was going to say, like, how are they testing COVID in New Zealand? <laughs> it's very different. I had the thing go in my nose and it came out. And when they looked at it, there was no little COVID on it. So I was oh, fine. well done. That's how science works, right? It, correct. I mean, Danica yeah. can confirm this, that this is exactly how <laughs> science works. They, they stick it up your nose. They stab you in the nose with it. And then they look at it and they're like, yep, she's negative. Not got, not got COVID. So yeah, survived COVID. 14 days in quarantine and got released. And I'm in New Zealand. Yay. And you're free to roam I'm around free. and do as you will. And frolic. Um, and frolic. Yes, there were some great videos of frolicking happening. <laughs> hey, Charlotte, what's your good news of the week? Uh, well, our, my good news of the week is kind of like masks are off. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So, yeah. So we had two weeks of mask. Wear, well, one week of lockdown and then another uh, week of having to wear masks at all time. And don't get me wrong. I fully support this initiative. Uh, mm-hmm. But I hand on heart have to say that working in hospitality, 
it's it's a challenge to use a, a polite word uh, especially uh, I feel very much for everyone people. who works back of house because it is a million degrees back there and having oh, to wear that right. mask is really uncomfortable. Yeah, but okay. mostly I'm excited because I don't have to have stupid arguments with stupid people <laughs> day in and day out about them being like, oh, I don't want to wear a mask. And I'm like, I don't care what you want. <laughs> oh, wait, am I not allowed to say that? <laughs> Let me take your order. What do you want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that my good news of the week is less about not having to wear masks and more about not having to deal with people because we don't have deal to wear with masks. People, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's that is that is a good thing. Good good yeah. job, Perth. Yeah, well done, Perth. Well well tested. And right. last last week in swingsing or you know swingsing yeah, so news. Swingsing news. Well, that's an opportunity uh, for a new soundbite. We should like you know com- uh, conglomerate all of like last week, next week, blah blah blah, and just do like a swingsing news. Sound oh, bite. yeah, okay. Yeah, I could... Uh, maybe. Probably not. I won't get Yeah, probably it. not. But, like, you know, we'll, we'll see what list. happens. <laughs> put it on the list of a million uh, things you need to do. So what happened, Charlotte? I haven't been there. I've been keeping an eye on you guys. I was actually chatting with Charlotte while she was on door... I was actually chatting with Mia while she was on door on Thursday. So you guys yeah. have had classes this week. Yeah, we did have classes. So but obviously... Everyone the had first, to wear masks. Yeah, the first week we didn't have classes because obviously everything was locked down. Um, this past week we did have classes. Everyone wore masks and everyone was very responsible, which was lovely. Um, yeah. it was actually, it's actually kind of fun to see the different masks that people have uh, just because, you know, there's a lot things. of uh, people making their own at home and stuff like that. So it's, it's a nice little sort of craft noon, um, demonstration Project. of people's crafty skills or, or lack thereof in some cases. And I'm uh, calling the, myself the out. Bef- <laughs> the week before that or fee, did you see hers? Yeah. Made? Yeah. <laughs> So uh, she, she sewed that. everything and then, you know, you're supposed to like flip it inside out so the seams are on the inside, but she sewed it shut. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, well done she indeed. stuffed up somewhere. Anyway, the week before that, when there was no classes in person, you taught two online classes. I did. I did. Which I did I was make. Like, I was at those classes. There's, there's nothing going on. I can do these things that I've been wanting to do forever. Um, and everyone's stuck at home. So it's a perfect opportunity. So we taught um, on Tuesday. Shim-sham. We did Shim Sham um, over yeah. two classes, which was cool. So and got to meet uh, Cassie and Nathan's bub. Yeah, this is true, Daniel. Um, so the youngest shimshammer, I think, to date. I mean, <laughs> that's that's pretty young. That's pretty. I can't even walk yet, but can shimsham. And then on the Thursday, I did a hair wrapping tutorial thing, um, which I it, it went on. We had to do a second session because it sort of like went on <laughs> past the first forty five <laughs> minutes. That was good fun. I enjoyed tying things to my head. Yeah, like you knots. you looked great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. It's all the teacher. Um, yeah. Well, I was, I was quite stoked to see a few guys in there. You know, there was you, and there was C, and there was Andrew. Um, yeah. So it was, it was cool. And yeah. I actually, you know, that I posted up a video on the, that event page afterwards of someone that I, you know, I'd watched a few of her tutorials. And I was like, she basically covers all of the, the, the things that I went over. And then I rewatched that video out of interest because um, I had it like favorited or something. And one of the techniques I've completely forgotten about, which is basically like you do your first head wrap, but then you use it basically to give volume to a second one that you put on top. <gasps> the double head wrap. The double head wrap, right? And so I did that. And like my head wrap was on point for class. For <laughs> anyone who came to class on Thursday, it was the best that I've ever done. It was amazing, if I do say so myself. Um, so yeah, watch that video that I should have already watched, but you know, things happened. It, cool. It's got some good tricks in there, <laughs> funnily enough. Funnily enough. All right. Yeah. I think that's about it from Swingsing. What's coming up at Swingsing? Not much. 
nothing, nothing concrete. Back to no masks this week. Yeah. Teachers may or may not be masked. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're we're sort of leaving it to our teachers to um, do as is comfortable. Um, but uh, students will not be required to wear masks. You, we all do still need to register. So you do still need to sign in either yep. with uh, the app or uh, manual Manually. registration forms. Yeah. But uh, no uh, masks. We may will still be keep the teachers' bubble, as in teachers may not be yeah. dancing with students. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, watch uh, think- our class posts for more details on that. Yes. But right. uh, we're going to do, actually, we're going to do now a segment that we have not done in a very long time. So Wait, I'm quite no, excited. Another segment. We've got another segment. There's another oh, one before that. Oh, oh, oh. Is it the one before? Okay. What's the one before that? I thought we were doing world first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I sorry. I thought you were going on to the next segment. No, 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 no. That one for we're, a while. We've, we've planned this well. We haven't done this one in ages either. So I just thought I'd, I'd queue it up. I guess so. Yeah, true. All right. Do you want to go first on this one or do you want, should I? Uh, yeah, I can go first. So I officially taught... Oh, hang on. Is it still recording? It's... Ah, uh, oh no. I just maybe stopped the recording. No, it's still recording. Okay. Okay. Well done. I officially taught my first uh, class in New Zealand. Yay! Tonight. I, I just well finished. Well done. Uh, my brother wanted to learn to swing like he's already done a few classes with us but he's yeah. him and his new girlfriend wanted to do a private while i was in town so i did a quick swing class nice yeah, i was commenting so I on jet uh, yeah jet, jet's got like this nice shirt on um and i was like what? did you dress up for the podcast <laughs> <laughs> gotta get the lighting right i'm actually in a quite warm now a fort yeah, I could, <laughs> in he, an airbnb he, <laughs> in Christchurch. <laughs> i'm quite warm but only because it's a million degrees in perth right now because you're um, in Perth, yeah. Yes. Cool. Congratulations. Well Thanks. done. But New Zealand, during, brace so yourselves. Exciting, Sorry? The exciting, the exciting thing that happened halfway through that lesson, all of our phones at the same time started going, burp, 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 and we're like, oh, God, what's going on? Oh, no. Look at our phones. It's an alert. We're like, okay, assuming it's COVID. Yep, it's COVID. New Zealand's just... COVID is calling in- you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was just a health warning um, or an alert that New Zealand's going into level two. All of yeah. New Zealand's dropping back to level two. And Auckland's going back to level three, which means that oh, there were a few cases in Auckland that have potentially yeah. been community transmissioned. So, yeah. So New what Zealand does level is, three mean there? What is so that? Level three is they have to like, shut down schools pretty much, can't go outside, wear masks okay. everywhere. You can go outside for essentials. Okay. But, yeah. Pretty much so that's what down. that's kind of like what our level four is though, isn't it? I guess so. But their mm-hmm. level two is like I can still like travel regionally. So tomorrow I can still drive to Nelson and yeah. we can still go to you know technically businesses can still be open. Like you can still yeah. go to a cafe and things. Okay. The live the number of people that can meet in one place is a hundred people, like for big events. Yeah, yeah. But, okay, so that's uh, not too bad. Yeah. And Whereas it's just Auckland. Auckland. Yeah, it's just Auckland that's been Like uh, weddings and funerals are down to 10 people type thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's a good thing you didn't quarantine in Auckland. Yeah. So I should have been in Auckland this weekend at a friend's wedding. Not in Auckland. I'm in Christchurch. Oh, my God. And she got their wedding just slipped in. Yep. They got well their done. Wedding. They got, had their wedding on Saturday. And then, yeah, tonight, Sunday, shut oh, down. Oh, that's so lucky. Yeah. She must be stoked. Well, congratulations. So yeah, if, I was, if we were there, we would have been stuck in Auckland for three days. Yeah. 
Which, you know, there's worse places to be stuck in. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, World of Swing. What about you? What, are you, what about um, your World well, of Swing? World of Swing as it refers to Perth. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm claiming this for, for uh, Perth. Well, because let, let's be honest, everywhere is pretty much shut down, so there ain't much happening. There's a lot of right, online okay. stuff and things like that, um, but we'll get to that in a second. But uh, no, the thing that I wanted to chat about, something that I'm really excited about, is the PSDS is running an event on the 28th of February called okay. The Experiment. Oh, I saw that post. What is this? What are you on about? I'm so excited, Jet Row. <laughs> so you're doing something with... Oz Big Band. Oz, Oz Big Band. Yeah. So the the experiment is something that I've been like I've been wanting to do, and it, look, look, it's not like I've come up with something revolutionary. Other it's people. It's not have the Belvoir experiment that they do in California. No, it's not that. It's um, it's more um, the experiment in the sense of uh, we're basically going to go and crash the Oz Big Band's rehearsal. <laughs> okay. With their consent and knowledge. So Adrian is there a dancing and, space at the It is there is a dancing space. space. So it's going to okay. be held at the Leaderville Town Hall. So there's a really really lovely dance floor. Is that where they normally rehearse? No, they don't normally rehearse there. They usually rehearse right. rehearse at the Rise in Maylands. Okay. Um but obviously oh, really? like that's yeah, that's carpeted and everything and so they can't yeah. it's not great for dancing. So we just got a okay. venue for that this specific event. But basically it's going to be um there will be dancing. But it's going to be an opportunity to sort of bridge the gap between the dancers and the musicians for, you know, people to ask questions, for them to explain how they structure the music and how they set it all up. Um, there's going to be a few games slash drills, uh, depending, um, you know, how I choose to term it that day. <laughs> so um, so are you are you facilitating it or is Adrian facilitating it? We're both facilitating it. So I'm going to be okay. facilitating it from the dancer's side and Adrian's yep. going to be doing it from the musician's side. Okay. So you'll be um, telling the dancers what to do kind of thing. Like it's not a lesson well, yeah. as such, but Yeah, exactly. Be so encouraging people be... to ask questions or asking it on their behalf. Yeah. Exactly okay, right. Cool. And another exciting thing, which I just confirmed the other day, which I don't know if you uh, do you know Vicky, um, who does the sketches? Like she usually hides out on the side of at Mustang on one of the sides and she sketches, does live sketches of the oh, musicians no, and stuff. I haven't. Um, lovely, lovely uh lady. And um she, I was having a chat to her at Mustang ages ago. And she was saying how she she would love to bring her like easel and stuff like that and do big pieces ah. uh, because the the work that she does. So my Facebook uh, profile picture is uh, her drawing. Yeah, cool. and she 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 does she captures movement really well. So gotcha. she's always wanted to do these massive pieces. And so I contacted her last week and I'm like, uh, would you like to come to the experiment and set up a <laughs> shop? And she's, she, yeah, so she's going to be there as well doing some live sketching. So that'll oh, be really brilliant. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'm that really excited like an about experiment. it. Yeah. And look, we don't know how it's going to go. And the idea is that, you know, if it goes well, then we want to do it with other bands. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff like that. So is it um, a paid event? Like did they, it, did dancers have to pay to go? It is a paid event. It's only five bucks. Oh, easy. Okay, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And that's to cover yeah. the cost it's of the venue and pretty much. I yeah. mean, Oz Big Band is pretty much donating their time. Um, yeah, so that's okay. that's incredibly generous of them. So it's literally a rehearsal for them. They're not going to be. There's no pressure to perform. No, exactly right. And which is why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it is a paid event. For some reason, actually, this is a good uh, notice for everyone on the Facebook event. Facebook hates me at the moment. I don't know why. Um, it doesn't allow me. It didn't allow me a place to put a price. It all uh, like it yeah. automatically defaulted to free. So I wrote in the right. like in the event details, it does say five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, so that's coming up uh, not next Sunday. Ne not next Sunday, but the Sunday after. Cool. Yeah. Zoom me in. 
I will try. No, you won't. I might. Be, you don't know you'll that. You'll be facilitating like a whole bunch of dances. I could just put you and... on my phone in like a pocket somewhere. I'll give you to Michelle. It'll be fine. I'll give you to can Leah. Can you give me controls of like a drone? And I can be on a phone on a drone in the building so I can like move forward and backwards and up and down and zoom around and No, like you know what we you? can do is we can like put you on the, the class iPad, zoom on that, <laughs> and then just have some like tie that to a chair and just have someone like roal you around. <laughs> Wee. Oh my so god, you can have a dance! <laughs> you can have a dance with someone. Anyways, we're getting sidetracked. Yeah. We need to go yeah. on to another another segment, which this yeah. is the one that you thought uh, we were talking about, it which was. is very yeah, exciting. Yeah. Here we go. Echo. 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 Chamber. Chamber. Shout out! Oh, it sounds so like 90s. It sounds so American. <laughs> All, right. All right. Have at it. What's your shout so, out? Echo Chamber shout out. So... I've like I like the idea. Uh, <laughs> Starting off well, sigh. I am. the The reason we haven't, well, the reason I haven't been too inclined to do Echo Chamber shout out is because I'm not a massive fan of social media for a number of reasons. Um, mm. Yeah, we can get into that another time if you want to. Yeah, but rather than going for Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. I actually had a look on Vimeo while I was stuck in quarantine. Okay. I went to a different site, which I know does videos, and I've got an account with and post videos on. Vimeo is a paid thing, so there is a free option, but you can also pay to become you know, a premium member type thing and have better download rates and things. But yeah. it's less algorithmically based and trying to make money, and it's, it's, it feels like a better platform to me. Okay. I don't know enough about it yet but it does okay. feel way more ethical than youtube how does it make its money because it has to make its money in some way shape or form so by, 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 by only to, by membership there's no advertising? i assume so i don't know okay. i haven't seen an ad on it okay cool i assume it's all yeah paid base anyway so, um so i realized that i hadn't actually looked through vimeo's data but like videos for lindy hop before so i typed in vimeo lindy hop and just watched a bunch of videos <laughs> Which I'd never seen before. Oh, cool. There was cool. one done that was like a zombie baseball Lindy Hop routine that was just long and epic. And I think that was done zombie by Zombie baseball. Zombie, zombie baseball Lindy Hop routine. It's on Vimeo if you want to find it. That... Well, the one that I really enjoyed. Hang on. Let's see if I can pull up. Uh, why are you being difficult? RAF 2006 Lindy Hop finals. Okay. So, the RAF is the Rhythmic Arts Festival. Ooh. It had, like, Todd Yannicone. It had um, Tiffany, Naomi. Ron yeah, okay. So, those are the only names that I recognize from the list. But the 2006, it looks like a prequel to the Liberation Finals. Like, almost okay. similar year. Like, lots of aerials and fast stuff. People I know, but it's... I don't know. I enjoyed that era era of dancing, and this is one video that I hadn't seen before. So I just oh, had nice. really good dancing and really fast dancing, and people just being idiots and like, you know, they're competing in jeans. It's not like they yeah. care. It's just people having fun. Yeah, not taking it too seriously. So yeah, if you wanted to find it, RAF two thousand six. Well, you put the uh, put the link up in the show notes. We will indeed. So yeah, if you wanted to find some new videos, have a look at Vimeo. The, the, cool. They've got videos, lots of videos. <laughs> Good tip. 
So next time we get locked down, we can all go down that rabbit hole together. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I wanted to go with that one. Okay. Echo Chamber shout out done. Yay. All right. Should we do the thing? Let's do the thing. Who's <laughs> talking? You're talking. I'm talking. We're talking. Talking about. Then she said. Who said? She said. What you talking about? Talking to me. Talking point. <laughs> it just doesn't get old, does it? You're talking it's to me. It's just. You're talking to me. Um, I, my favorite bit is still the, like the, the sexy saxophone, which doesn't make any sense to the, <laughs> no. to, like, it's completely out of context. Anyway. Anyway, so today's time. talking Let's point is all about, uh, running a swing school. It's so obviously time. Jethro is going to be talking more than I'm going to be talking. Uh, well, well, who knows? What do you mean? I thought you ran Swing Zing. Don't you own it? Well, so it depends who you ask. <laughs> According to the tax man, you run Swing Zing. Yes. According to the swing scene, I run Swing Zing. <laughs> Yes. For, uh, for a while. Not anymore. In the last couple of years, not so much. In the last couple of years, I feel like m- more people are like, no, no, no. Amy runs Swing Zing. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's like the, the silent partner, but that actually gets shit done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay. yeah, so let's just start off like, how did Swing Zing, how did you end up with Swing Zing? Okay. Uh, so moved to Perth. I'd already done a little bit of swing dancing in Dunedin, moved here and kept dancing but all of that was mostly social dancing i hadn't really had done many lessons or workshops or anything it was just mostly just watched people dancing socially and then figure it out and then make it work and moves that way so when i got to perth i could dance a little bit like i had a, a year or so of social dancing under my belt didn't bother looking for classes didn't bother looking for a troupe just you know didn't know anyone here, so I would go to Mustang Bar every Friday and Belgian Beer Cafe every Sunday, and that was just how I met people. Yeah. And then at some point, Sophie asked me, I think I'd gone to the Yugle for a social event, and Sophie saw me at the event was like, oh, can you pl- quickly please cover this person who can't be in this performance? You can do a swing out, right? And so she pulled me aside, showed me... The fox routine, which is mostly swing out, swing out, swing out, circle, a few kick ups in Charleston, swing out, swing out. Like it's a pretty easy routine. Mm. And so I danced that with her so that she could back lead you. Throw, I guess. Yeah, back lead me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then after that, she asked if I would join the troupe. But by that point, I was already on the hoppers as well. Mm-hmm. And then after being on the troop for a while, on the, sorry, after being on the Swingsing troop, on Sophie's troop for a while, she put a random post up to the team being like, hey, I'm too sick. Can someone come in and be the demo person so I don't have to talk? So be my voice. I'll demo. They can talk. <laughs> so I ended up teaching like a Big Apple class or something, you know. Oh, wow. And she started teaching with Sophie. She taught me how to teach and taught me how to do Lindy Hop properly. Well, gave me some more technique. She decided to move to Argentina and was like, hey, Jet and Mel, which, who was another teacher for Swing Zing, would you like to buy Swing Zing and take it over? At that point, I was running, I was, te- I was working at Cavendish Wildlife Park and it was okay, but running a swing school and dancing full time sounded better. I mean, yeah. I didn't have to wake up early and get to work. <laughs> so I was like, oh. You right. love getting up early, Jet. Oh, yeah. It's like I'm your favorite a, thing. Such a morning person. Well, it's currently, you know, in the morning at the moment, like one thirty in the morning. This is fine. Yeah, but you don't have to get up at this time. You just, no. you, you like going to bed at this time. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
where was I? Kevisham. So yeah, had Kev- to quit yep. Kevisham. So I quit my stable full-time work knowing that like, oh, I'll take on this random project. I'll run half a swing school. When my savings run out, I'll just get another part-time job somewhere to, you know, keep the funds, keep enough yeah. in the bank account so I could pay rent. And then started running it with Mel. After a year, Mel decided she didn't really care for running a business. And so I bought the rest of Swingsing off her. And I haven't ever really needed to find that part-time job. I've been able to just keep somehow in the green. Yeah. Yeah. Just by, you know, ticking along. So I never wanted to run a swing dancing school. It kind of just got offered. So I said yes. And I never wanted to make money off it. I was always like, oh, I'll just make money somewhere else if I need to. But I've never needed to. So that that's kind of the base of how I've been running Swingsing. Yeah, nice. Um, did Were you scared? No. No? It didn't, it, no? You didn't find it daunting at all? No, I've never been worried about financial situations. I know some people are actually terrified of not being secure or stable. Mm. and I don't know, I've just never had that fear. I've always been pretty content. Like, worst case scenario, I will, you know, apply for a crap ton of jobs and end up at a supermarket. I've packed shelves before. Yeah. Hopefully they'll give me a job eventually. Well, we, we've something. had this chat a few times before. There's very We, we reached the conclusion that there's very little things that you have not done <laughs> and that your, your CV is quite eclectic, I think is a, an appropriate term for your CV. Yeah, yeah, clicked it. So why not add a swing school? Uh, okay, but so even if you weren't scared of like the financial side of it, just the yeah. the just the the running a business or like running a school or anything like that, n- none of that was daunting to you. What's the worst that could happen? Man, I need it to transpose your your laissez faire at, at like view on life into my into my own life. <laughs> So, so to give this more context, I used to work as a like raft guide, canoe guide, yeah, kayak guide in New Zealand. And so, when you're driving a busload of people, like if you stuff up, you you kill like a hundred people. Or if yeah. you're on the river, like you you have to go through all this training about if this happens, like if you're coming down the river and someone tries to stand up and there's a log across the bottom of the river and their feet get trapped, they get pressed face down on the bottom of the river with all the water going above them and there's no way to pull them back up. Wow. So it's kind of like worst case scenario there is someone dies and that's something that pushed me out of that industry eventually. Like there are so many safety things in place that that is really hard to happen. Like we train Mm. people, like we have to do the safety spiel. And every time someone puts their feet on the ground in the river, like you drag them out of the water and tell them again, don't stand up and moving water. You just don't know. Just no, don't do that thing. (laughs) So it puts things into perspective a lot, doesn't it? It's like deaths are unlikely, but that is the worst case scenario. Yeah. Swing dancing. eh. I mean, someone could have a heart attack. That happened. Someone did have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say. He didn't pass away. Thank God for that. No. (laughs) Thanks, Mario. Yeah. Good on Mario. But realistically, like if a swing dancing school closes, like it's sad, but. Bigger picture. It's not that big a deal. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, it's just interesting perspective because for some people it's, uh, people take things uh, or, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? They internalize things differently. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, I, I mean, to... it's really good, and I think I think that sort of reflects, and I mean this in a positive light. It, it reflects as in the way that you've run the school, as it is not too serious. Yeah, exactly. Like we've never been one. I think you know, it's easy for us to say this because everyone lives in their own bubble. Yeah, Everybody lives in a bubble of their own making, and regardless of how woke you want to be, <laughs> you will always and inevitably be in your own bubble and in your own echo chamber. Yeah. So we, we always think that we try to not take ourselves too seriously. Um, I don't know. There's been a few events that we've run where I think that's been shown very clearly, <laughs> and we're like, eh. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah. I don't want to downplay the effect that swing dancing can have on people. Because I do yeah. think the whole like community side of it can play a big part in people's lives. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to like make that any better or worse by me acting or taking it more seriously. So I don't yeah. feel there's pressure for me to try really hard to have a real professional spick and span school. It almost would take that community away from it. Like that kind of. I was going to say, well, especially in in your case and the way that you choose to run the school, it would be counterproductive. Yeah. Because yeah. then it would just become something that you didn't enjoy and something that you was was no longer the community that you wanted it to be. Yeah. Um, it's like when you know, whenever people say, "I never, never do what you never uh, get a job in your passion and things like that," because yeah. inevitably it will, you know, you'll no longer enjoy it. So you yeah. found a way to still do it, but maintain. The joy of it, I guess. Yeah, and that was with, with ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah, no, there definitely has been. Uh, no, so that actually reminds me of when I first started. There were two different people who gave me advice when I took over the school, both complete polar opposite. One was literally like, "All right, you're running a school. Let's make sure this does well. Um, yes, you're doing it for fun. Yes, you're gonna enjoy it, but it's still a business. You still have to be, you know, conscious of the money side of things, making sure that people mm. still pay for their class passes and." you know, treat it like a business, essentially. Mm. And the other advice was like, if you take this too seriously, you're going to lose your love of Lindy Hop. You're going to stop enjoying dancing and then that's going to ruin it for you. So don't put too much pressure on that side of things. And I was like, huh, which way do I go? Option B. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, option B. But also going in with the mindset of just like, eh, worst case scenario, I can get a part-time job. Like, yeah, that's that. I think helped me run the way swing thing I want it to be run. Yeah, and none of your teachers were also dependent on it for the, our livelihood as well. No. So you didn't have you didn't have that added sort of like oh it, I don't I might be okay to get another part time job, but you know this other person depends on me. You didn't have that circumstance. No, no, I never have. Fortunately, yeah. Is there something with the beauty of hindsight and not that swing things done, but like obviously your role in it is somewhat different now. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something you wish you'd done differently? Good question. I don't think so. I can't think of anything. Um, no. Do, 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 do. I mean, there was the, the Ryan Francois thing. event. <laughs> Well, yeah, right, Francois. Yeah. But even then, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't do it again. But that was, yeah, still a learning experience. Yeah, and I think what happened there as well was uh, there was a lot of other things going on 
that were yeah. uh, that just contributed to that whole yeah that was that was an interesting time as as one would say and it was the same with the swing sing sing thing with Catherine Kelly that got cancelled like that was yeah. A lack of uh, was it lack of communication? Mm, I don't know if it was lack. I think it was miscommunication. Was, not. But I was away on a circus festival. Yeah. The week before, and if I had managed to, because I had like a couple of missed calls at one point, because I mm. was had no reception, and if I'd picked that phone up and was able to clear things up, potentially it wouldn't have been so bad. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. Well, exactly. Who knows? In any ways, what's done is done. Yeah. But yeah. Well, no, it's good. You can always take a learning, um, you know, find the, the silver lining of any situation. Yeah. No, I think those are the only two, like, really hard points that Swing Sing's had. Mm-hmm. But I, even then, I don't think I would. Uh, yeah. No, I would change things. I would, I would do things a bit differently. Yeah. Okay. Better communication. Yeah, communication is the key. Uh, what's your favorite part of running a swing school? Is there a favorite part? Oh, yeah, no, f- the flexibility. Like, I can do whatever yeah. I want. I can wake up at 10 a.m. and go to bed at 2 a.m. I can decide to teach tap one week if I decide. Or yeah. uh, I can teach an aerials workshop. Or I can take a break and I can just go yeah. on holiday. Or it's just, yeah, having that freedom is definitely uh, a big part as to why I've kept doing it. I've been able to pursue my circus pursuits a bit better, a a bit more. I've been able to go to all the cats and Bell on the River and Windy Lindy and Arctic Lindy Exchange and Singapore Lindy Rev. Like, there have been a lot of things that I've gone to that Swing Sing has paid for. (laughs) Yeah. Because... That's what I am. I'm a swing dance teacher. And so yeah, for exactly. personal development, I get to go on holiday to yeah. a swing dancing exchange. Woo-hoo! I was going to say, that would be one of the biggest perks of like all the it's, things you can claim back. Of like, awesome I'm perk. going. It's this amazing perk. <laughs> it's made me consider like, maybe I do want to buy swingsing. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the perks. I mean, how many shoes would you buy if you could get it all tax deductible? Look, I think that's a dangerous question to ask. <laughs> I think I think that's not a helpful question, Jethro, at this stage in my life. So, Charlotte, but would you like to just... buy swingsing? Or look, uh, hold the space. Okay. <laughs> so cool. yeah, that's definitely the biggest perk is yeah. the freedom. I just like having wanna... time to do whatever I want. Do you want to develop a little bit? You mentioned a bit before about um, you 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 don't run business you don't run swingsing like a business and that is a conscious choice yes um so do you want to give a few examples of what you mean by that okay um so one well, example that comes the, sorry the the biggest thing that i think i do that's not businessy is i don't care about how many students show up to a class yeah I know for a lot of people, their success in their running their school is dependent on their how many people show up to each class. Yeah, which, because eventually that turns into a dollar value, which is why that's sort of like. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I know for some not, people is what I mean. Yeah, and I know some people who might you know see success as the bottom line, who is the dollar value, but also some mm. people might see more people means more Lindy Hoppers means good, which is yeah. Means less good. About the, <laughs> less about the money, but more about just, you know, sharing Lindy Hop. 
Yeah. And I agree with those things, but I still don't pursue it. Like Charlotte and I've had this chat for a while about advertising. Yeah. I intimately believe that advertising is what's causing a whole bunch of horrible things in this, in this society. So Mm. I try really hard to stay out of advertising. I don't want to have flyers. I don't want to have posters. I don't want to have Facebook ads. Mm. I would like people to be able to find us. So if they search on the internet, swing dancing in Perth, I want us to show up so that people can find us. Yeah. I don't want to be putting it in people's faces saying like, your life will be better if you swing dance. Yeah, no, and I think, look, we to Jethro's point, we have had this argument, uh, which is quite topical to discuss on this uh, on this podcast. We have had this argument many, many times. Yes. And I will agree that my viewpoint has shifted uh, quite a lot since when we first started having this argument. I still maintain, though, that it would be nice, uh, because I, the, the, what I always bring it back to is that if it weren't for, for example, that flyer, um, and flyer has a whole other discussion points about the (laughs) the environmental repercussions but we won't go into that one now but uh, if it hadn't been for that i would never have started you know potentially um, how did you get that flyer though interestingly how did you get that flyer uh it was friends uh who were practicing and they i was like what are you doing and they're like oh we're doing this you should come to the class and they gave me a flyer and it was like first class free i'm like sweet So that is still the system that we do. We do have flyers. We do have posters. We just don't mm. utilize them. We don't like, like at Fringe, how everyone's literally handing out flyers to everyone that walks past. Yeah, and that's and that is where I've come around to the sense of like I agree that the the sort of the the more is better kind of just the mailboxing, you know, putting or the... yeah mailboxing and putting it under the windshield of cars and all that yeah. crap. Like I I will hundred percent agree with you that you don't want to. Um, I was looking into actually a few months ago, um, sort of like ethical marketing, okay. and uh, you know, is it is it is it an oxymoron? Right. You yeah. Know, is is it something that can even exist? Yeah. Because there is a certain amount. There is something to be said that marketing can be used for good, but what are those circumstances and how can it happen? Blah blah blah. Went down a rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> but um, I I would like for me as well. I I quite enjoy having. There's, there's a good balance, I think, of sometimes it can be quite difficult from a teacher's perspective and from a student's perspective to be in very small classes. Yes, I do agree with that. Um, and, you know, once in a while, obviously, is fine. But if that's continued, it can be for someone who's coming into that new class as a complete newbie and there's one other person in there, it can be really intimidating because yeah. you're on the spot. Whereas you have a little bit more anonymity if there's a few more people and it can be just a bit more encouraging and, fo- and nurturing. And it is but, more fun uh, having bigger classes. Like the energy you get from more people who are a bit more extroverted, who are like laughing yeah. and having a good time. Like it definitely helps. If you're the sole teacher in a group of like four introverts, yeah. it's exhaust. Like trying to keep up the energy is really difficult. Yeah. It takes a lot of effort. It's, re- it's really challenging. Um, and actually, I'm going to use this opportunity energy. to the four people who listen to this podcast. <laughs> of, that is, but all joking aside, and Jet, you might disagree, which I'm sure you'll voice if you do. But if yes, you are in a class, you know, when, when a, a teacher asks or prompts for feedback or things like that. Now, if, granted, you might not have feedback or you might not have a question. I get that. But showing some kind of uh, interaction with the teacher is really, really nice for us. Because yes. otherwise, we're just talking to an empty room, it feels yes. like. And it can be very, like Jet said, it can be very, not necessarily demoralizing, although sometimes it can be, but it can be, it's very draining. It, it drains your energy because you have to keep the energy up the whole time. And when you're getting nothing back, it's just a bit like, 
All right, guys, just a nod. Anyway, a smile, <laughs> anything. Just like, are you even listening to me? Is this mic on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, I kind of derailed that. So, so yeah. yeah so, okay. uh, advertising and marketing is something that you very different. You do very differently. I yeah. will. I will concede that. Yep. So um, I don't run a swing thing as a business in that sense. Like I don't try to get more people in the doors. I just hope that we get enough people fingers to, crossed. Pay the, the, to pay the bills and to pay the teachers. Yeah. Um, because we should say like you, you do pay us. Like you know, we're n- none of us are sort of out here doing this for free. I yes. think I can. I think I can comfortably say, hand on heart, that all of your teachers would still do it for free. <laughs> yeah, um, but I don't want to take advantage of them. And you almost no, do exactly. sometimes. Like I don't. So that is another thing is with my philosophy or not philosophy, my resistance to trying to market and to build numbers and to get more people in the doors. I end up paying the teachers less. So that's yeah. a massive negative because the the pay rate is essentially the profits from the class divided amongst the teachers for the for the month yeah. type thing. So it's Yeah, so it's it, everything is everything is, is equally shared. Yeah. But it means um, that your pay rate is dependent on how many students show up. Yeah, exactly. And I want to be able to pay you guys what you deserve. Mm. And I can't. Not always. Sometimes you can. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks to JobKeeper. <laughs> yeah. We had a few yeah, months yeah, there. Keeper. It was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Paid you guys heaps. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, the other thing that I, that um, for me was very, that you do very differently and that I, I, I quite like is the fact that, uh, you know, you could just do free classes. <laughs> Like the the char uh, the one at Charlie's that you used oh, to do, oh yeah, or you know like or even like you know when we have sometimes a regular or even not a regular like oh you know I don't have any money on me I forgot my class card whatever blah 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 like nine times out of ten you're just like yeah whatever just come in. <laughs> what do you mean nine times every time? Every time I don't care. That, that one time is when maybe someone who's new on the door doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, and is too scared to <laughs> and is just yeah. Do something but else. like, and we're not saying this so that everyone does a run on swing zing for free classes. But I the reality is, even if they did, they'd still pay. They'd be like, exactly. oh, I feel too bad. Here's the money. I have people yeah. trying to pay more for classes than they need to. <laughs> yeah, but that's. I think that's a great. That's a great show of you getting back what you're putting out there. Because they they realize that it's you know it is not about the money and it is genuinely because we we love the dance and we enjoy teaching and we enjoy the community that surrounds it yeah. and you know we 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 want to share it with everyone and so why should some money get in the way of that when yeah. you know if it is really about the community then let's make it about the community yeah yeah and I I know every business will have that mantra somewhere like it's not about the money but yeah and somewhere along the line there's some accountant or someone going but you still have it to pay the, the bills money. yeah and you know there is that there is that that you know the very bottom line i just feel like your bottom line is very very much lower than most <laughs> other people's bottom line but you know and that's not a bad thing like your bottom line is literally like rent paid and i'm talking of just like school expenses here not necessarily yeah, yeah, yours. Yeah. although yours falls into it as well um but to your point you're like oh, i'll just get another job yeah, yeah. But, you know, the, the venue for the school, for the classes is paid. And, you know, that that's it. <laughs> yeah, no. So every event that we run or all the classes that I run uh, are aimed to profit zero. 
Like all the maths yeah. is worked out to zero out. There's a buffer. There's like a 10, 15% buffer usually in case, mm. you know, extra expenses, expenses and things. So just to keep yeah. things safe. But usually I can run events with, you know, if like five to $10,000 event and at the end of it be up two, 300 bucks and I'll be stoked. Like that's, that's some good math. Yeah. That's, that's exactly good what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. That's Mathing like, Goodly. I, New segment. <laughs> yes, Mathing Goodly. We need Mia for that one. We do need. We can call her in for like. <laughs> but when I've predicted um, an event and that's what I've managed to hit, like I'm stoked. Like that's, that's what I yeah. want. So that way more people can, can actually come to the event. Yeah, exactly. And um, what was I going to say? You, you essentially, even though you, you're not as that, but Swingsing is essentially run like a not-for-profit. <laughs> yes, and we have thought about like i have thought about trying to make it an offer profit legally as well yeah. it's just a bit more a few more uh, hoops, hoops to to jump yeah, through yeah exactly there's just a bit more ad, uh, what do you call it admin needed and i can't be bothered because yeah. i'm like oh, i'll leave it as is fair enough so it's not legally but in, in i guess in, in, in spirit and sorry say again yeah in philosophy and in spirit definitely is yeah so we're, yeah cool is there anything else that you wanted to chat about? Um, well, I know that you had some Excel spreadsheets that you maybe wanted to share. Yeah. So let's get into that. I did actually, I, a lot of the times when people are talking about running a swing dancing school, there's this throwaway comment of like, no one gets in it to make money. No one gets in it to, you know, make a profit. We're not in it for the blah, money. Blah, blah. And then they don't talk about it again. I'm like, yep, that's true. Let's actually Can confirm the actual numbers. Let's, I'm going to, yeah. so Charlotte said she had a story about this, but I am a big believer in, you know, not keeping things hidden or secret. And mm -hmm. wages are one of those things that's a little bit taboo to speak about. I know some, like I've had contracts before for, for workplaces where you weren't allowed to discuss how much, what your pay rate with your other coworkers. Yeah. yeah. And I assume like the only one that benefits is the employer because then they can screw people over. They can pay people yeah. different rates who do the exact so same job. Part of it, um, so let me put my corporate hat on here. Um, okay. Part of it is, so if I use where I work, for example, uh, we have assistant managers and not all assistant managers are paid the same. And yeah. the the reason behind that, and there is a valid reason behind that, because, yeah. you know, all not, not all assistant managers are created equal. <laughs> okay. And you have people who have been assistant managers for five weeks and you have people who've been assistant manager for five years. And yeah, okay. the amount of experience or, you know, working in different size cafes, like um, smaller ones or really high volume ones, it just provides a different skill set and they're, they're differently skilled. And so the pay rates reflect that. Um, so I do understand where that comes from, where I will agree with you 100% is that it should still, if that's the case, then there's no shame and there should be nothing wrong with everyone sharing that information. Yeah, it should be defended. Of, you know, if, if, if made a Jim legit Bob decision. gets paid... Yeah, if Jim Bob gets paid X amount and there is a logical and rational reason behind why he gets paid X amount, then why wouldn't they share that? Because yeah. then the person who doesn't get paid that much can be like, oh, I want to get paid as much as that person. What do I need to do to improve my skill set? Yes. Um, and this came and bit me. So the story I have about this is that this came and bit me in the, the ass uh, quite, quite hard um, <laughs> when I left my previous cafe, the big busy one uh, that will the Voldemort of cafes. <laughs> Um, and the person that they got to, to come in to, to replace me, you know, I was training them. I had six years on them in terms of experience with the brand and things like that. 
And then it, I don't know how it happened, but it came up in conversation because uh, I'm, I'm very open about salary. I have no shame in discussing mm -hmm. salaries. And so we were just having a chat about it. And then it turned out that he made a significantly more, significantly more money than me. Really? Yeah. Like I'm talking 15 grand more. Jesus. Like I'm not How? talking a couple hundred, like a shit ton because they couldn't attract the people with the required skill sets into the position oh, without offering that amount. And I'm right. like, yeah, cool. So I'll just do it for my salary for the last three years. Thanks. Jesus. That's, oh, I that's was ropeable that day. I was so mad. I was, and then like Fair he enough. saw my face and he's just, sorry. And fair enough. Yeah. Um, and so like he saw my face like, oh, I just I just stuffed up, didn't I? I'm like, no, you didn't. And like, this doesn't fall back on you in any way, shape or form. Of course, you should have taken the job at that salary. I yes. would have. <laughs> um, I've been doing it for much less. So they've been winning out on me. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely think and there was no in, in, in my viewpoint there. It's it was unfair because there was no logical reason for him to be getting paid more than me. Yeah. Because I, I had more experience than him. I had more in, in the specific role. I had more. I was training him for heaven's sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, And, you know, so there I was just like, <sighs> this is this is bullshit. You know, it's just BS. God damn it. But anyways, enough about me. Tell me okay. about uh, tell me about your finances. All right. All right. So I've got this spreadsheet open. So this is my tax return for 2019 to 2020 because it didn't. Well, it included a little bit of. COVID? I think 2020? Like a little bit of it in there, but most of mm. the the costings changed from 2020 to 21. Anyway. Yeah. This year, so that year, had $46,000 come into the accounts. That was yeah. from all you wonderful people out there coming to classes and workshops and okay. things. Yeah. The expenses were $37,000. And so that was for <laughs> advertising, which was, you know, nothing. What was there? <laughs> How much was there? Was there anything? Uh, there was. And I've got a feeling that I just put that to a couple of things. Hang on. Let's see if we can find them. Oh, yep. That was to pay Mick for printing out calendars. Yep. That was for paying for Jackson's drawing. Ah, so we got the screen printing set up so we could oh, screen yeah, print yeah. our own things. Uh Office works. I don't know what that was from. For I don't know. I don't Photocopying. Know. Yeah. Anyway. Something. More reams of paper. Oh, we got the new Swingsing logo that year. Oh, yeah. So the rebranding cost a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, advertising, paying teachers, bank fees, bands, licenses, uh, websites, miscellaneous, venues, tax. Ta yeah, you know. You get the idea. Uh, it all cost 37000 So... The net in was $9,000. Swingsing made $9,000 that year. Well done. Which technically I know is my money, but I, it doesn't count as my money. I leave it in the Swingsing account and it stays there. Yeah. Um, Honestly, you're pretty much running things like PSDS. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a year in a swing school, essentially. Well, yeah. the way that I run a swing school, that's how it worked out. $9,000 in the positive. So personally, I got paid out of that $6,000 for teaching hours. So that was the same rate that the other teachers get paid, but I obviously teach mm -hmm. way more classes than them. Yeah. So just by sheer number of classes attended, uh, that was 6000 
And then performing and doing fire and teaching circus and all my other bits and pieces on the side were another 7,000. Okay. So yeah, my annual income for that year was 13K. That's how much I made that financial year. That's how much I live on, Um, 13K. So you should also say that does that include, I guess, um, when you're including the expenses, quote unquote, of swingsing, is your... You don't have outside of the the money you make from teaching classes. You don't have like a salary on top of that, right? No, whereby no, no. you're paying um, your own rent and stuff like that. So I do have to take money out every now and again when I do. You know, I have got nothing in my bank account. I will pay mm-hmm. rent from the Swingsing bank account, and I think that came to like two thousand dollars that year. Yeah. So I mean, technically, Swingsing made eleven thousand that year, but two of that went into my bank account to pay when I couldn't pay rent. <laughs> Yeah, which is fair enough. I mean, technically that 9K is still yours and it would have been your money anyway. Yeah, so it's yeah. not like, you're not swindling the school. No, no. Um, so yeah, I suppose technically I had 15 come into my account that year, my personal mm-hmm. account. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the so reason we, I... we had a... Ch- the reason I can do that is because... I just wanted to mention this. I don't really spend money. It is yeah. possible to live on like 15K pretty comfortably if you, like, I don't have a house, so I don't have a mortgage. Yeah. I have a cheap car that is super yeah. fuel efficient. And I really don't, like, I don't drink coffee, so I don't go out for coffees. I don't like going out for dinners I, or beers. Like, everything that I frugally. do is either paid for by swingsing because it's swing dancing mm. or free. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I mean, don't we should we should point money. out as well. It's not like it's not like you're a hermit either. You no. know, you went to Hawaii. You went to Japan. Um, you went to Japan. Yeah. You know, you you still you still live a good life. Yeah. It's just that you are able to finance your life in a way that you 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 reserve your money for things that matter more. And that's why I, I get mind boggled when you say something like, um, "Your colleague made fifteen k more than you a year." Like the difference between your two salaries is was my salary. Yeah. That's I just crazy. I don't understand how you guys spend all that money. Where does it go? Have you seen my house, Jethro? <laughs> well, actually, no. Know. Like, most of the stuff in my house I got for free. Yeah. Where does my money go? I don't understand how... Yeah, anyway. So, my my thoughts on, on the money is I don't need anything more than that 15... That that's I'm personally happy and comfortable... Why would yeah. I need any more? Yeah. And look, it's a good philosophy to live by. And I think we could all aspire to do it a little bit more. That being said, I think I I would not live as frugally as you. I don't think I am physically capable of doing it. <laughs> I'm I not definitely saying think... everyone should live on 15K. I know no. some people, you know, want to live in a house by themselves. So the rent's yeah. going to be more, which is yeah. totally fair enough. I live with my partner so we can split the rent. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm vegetarian, so I guess I don't have to spend much on meat. My yeah. f- I eat a lot of food, but still, food shopping's fifty bucks. Anyway, we're just getting into my my um, your, your your personal my, finances. Yeah, this is getting a bit too personal now. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. So, moral of the story is, um, you run a swing school for the joy of running a swing school, and not for the money making aspect of it. Yes. So, if anyone out there wants to run a swing school, go for it. Just you know, be happy to live on fifteen k. Yeah, or be happy to have another job. Yeah, yeah. You know, a secondary income or something like that. 
Yeah. Um, but no, I think for me, what was it was important to do this uh, episode, and we've been chatting about doing this episode for a while now. Yeah. Um, and I, one of the things that I, I and mean, I know this because obviously you and I have known each other for a while, so we've had this discussion till you know we turned blue in the face. But I think it was insightful and important for people to understand why some of the decisions are made the way that they're made. Yeah, okay. And the the reasoning behind it and the sort of, you know, I mean, pe- anyone who knows you knows that you're a pretty straightforward guy. And <laughs> you, well, you I are, you know, like when real you see, well, what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm all mysterious. Uh, no, but what, what you see, what you see is what you get. You know, you're, yeah. you're very, if for nothing else, you are very true to yourself. Try to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it will, I, I wanted people to have, be able to have this conversation with you right even yeah, if okay. it's a one-way conversation because it's a podcast <laughs> yes no i i appreciate it like i know there's i often get a couple of like small questions about it but i can never go in depth like it's yeah. always like a quick two-second conversation like how much how do you run the school i'm like well how, how much time have you got yeah so yeah i guess that's cool. kind of the nuts and bolts of it yeah. yeah. So there you are. There you have it. That is how Swingzing is run. And um, for the foreseeable future, we'll continue to be run. Yeah. Because um, I don't plan on making big changes. Uh, and I don't think anyone else is going to. And I don't think you're going to from over no. there anyway. I'm do- I mean, do we, could, we could quietly remotely. organize a coup over here in Perth <laughs> and be like, we're going to advertise more. Um, but really, all that'll be is just like people talking to other people like, hey, you should come dance. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm all happy. I'm definitely happy for conversations amongst people. Yeah. Cool. Should we wrap it up with our challenge of the I week? I think so. So we couldn't really think of a challenge. We actually joked around about like, maybe the challenge this week should be everyone out there, go start your own swing dancing school. Yay! <laughs> but that may not be feasible or reasonable or logic. Yeah, no. Not a good idea. Um, saturate the market. It'll be fine. <laughs> everyone will be stoked. It'll become like... Little Starbucks. <laughs> oh, God. Swing bucks. <laughs> uh, so rather than doing that, we decided to do a different challenge that has nothing to do with the topic at all. Exactly. Uh, it has a little bit to do with the lesson that I taught my brother. At the end of our private lesson, we've been da- dancing every song to, you know, big band swing, as most swing schools or most classes go. But the very last song, I was like, you know what, stuff this. And I put on... Metro City or some pop song yeah. that I've got on a playlist called Non-Swing that I know you can still dance to. It's the right tempo and it's got a beat and it still works. It yeah, does okay. not swing. Like for the life of me, it does not swing. But all the Lindy Hop moves that we did in the class, you could still do to that song. Yeah. Had a very different feel, very different energy, but it was stupid and it's, fun and good. Yeah. Yeah, and that I was saying that reminds me of a class that Remy taught ages ago when he came to Perth. He did a, a when we learned Mama Stew. Yeah. Um, and you know we did the to whatever music during the whole class, and then once everyone sort of learned the routine, he was just like, "All right, now let's have some fun with it." And he put on Thrift Shop. Yeah, yeah, and it makes everyone uh, move so differently. Yeah, and it just exactly and that's what he was demonstrating as well because he also has a hip hop background and stuff like that, and so yeah. he moves differently to it. Um, but it's yeah. So our challenge, I guess, this week is. Put on a song or find a song that you would nor- not normally swing dance to and just have a dance. So it, it can't be like jazz, big band. It can't be soul. It can't be blues. Try yeah. to find something a little bit more left of field. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Find a song that you can dance to and have a dance to it and then let us know what the song is. Or yeah, video exactly. yourself doing it and then send us the video. That's, yeah, bonus points for that. Um, I remember <laughs> actually, you remember Christine? 
Christine Layton? Yeah, yeah. Um, she were you at her? She did. A, she had a birthday party a million years ago, and she had Silent Disco. Oh, okay, nice. Um, and uh, so one of you know two tracks were swing dancing, blah blah blah. But then the third uh, radio was just random shit. Yeah, yeah. And I had one of the best Lindy Hops <laughs> to my of my life, and it was by uh, Prodigy. <laughs> Yeah, and like we had, I can't, I can't even remember who I was dancing with, but we had such a ball. So So like, yeah, you know, it's not going to be traditional, and it won't be Lindy Hop if you you want to move the same way. That's okay. Yeah, exactly. But you can still have fun with it, and that's, I guess, that's the point. Um, Which is the point of your school as well, you know, just have fun with it. The the challenge is to send us a song that you have danced to, and hopefully you've danced to it this week. Yeah, this week or next week. Yeah, yeah, this week or next week because it's fortnightly. All right, challenge has set up. Um, Charlotte, any final words for this podcast? Uh, No, everyone, stay safe. Uh, Don't abuse people in the retail and hospitality industry who are just trying to do their jobs. And um, And if you're in New Zealand, happy uh, level two slash level three. If you're in Auckland, sorry, you're crazy. Yeah, it's only three days, and then we'll be fine. Exactly. We've got Jacinda. Jacinda will look after us. We'll be okay. Yeah, Auntie Jacinda, we should all have one. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, this has been Charlotte and Jethro trying to untangle the mess around once again for your fortnightly mm-hmm. podcast. Charlotte just got a message. Hopefully, yep. it's, it's uh, something good. Are you going to read it live on, on the podcast? Uh, no, because it's already left my phone. It's something oh, from Monique. Okay. Hi, Monique. All right. Well, then we will end it here. I will cut now to me playing the outro sometime before I left Australia. Goodbye. Okay. See ya. This year's, this year's, this episode's credits. We would like to shout out to all of our amazing performers um, in this year's performance ball. In no particular order, here we go. Teresa, Russell, Kim, Zena, Andrew, Jane, Des, Mia, Matt, Chucky, Cloudy, Nathan, Cassie, Vanessa, Fiona, Danica, Katie, Jethro, and yours truly. Thanks, guys. You did awesome.